You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to Go Plug Yourself. We've been talking to awesome people in Montreal since 2011. Just a friendly reminder that if you're going to be buying anything on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, or Zazzle.com, uh, go to 9to5.cc first and click the links at the bottom or in the sidebar so that we get a bit of that money. Uh, f- also follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy the show. Go plug yourself, you plug another plugger. Go plug yourself. What's up, Walter? Hey, hey, we're back from the uh, annual Go Plug Yourself Lake George weekend retreat. I didn't die again. You didn't die again. Also, Sarah wanted me to tell you uh, that she has a bruise from when you shot her with something. Like, I don't know if it was, like, if she bruises from Nerf guns, which seems, like, crazy, but... As, as if I'm the only one who shot her. No, but it was when I was using her as a human shield, you were like, bop, 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 and you were, like, shooting her at, like, point blank. I think that was Andrew who did that. So maybe it was Andrew. Yeah. He, she thinks it was you. She's like, oh, shit, we didn't get, actually get through the weekend without Walter no, no, hurting me. No, no, but I didn't... No, 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 no. It's breaking. Breaking her. It's true. Walter, yeah, it's, Sergio, if you don't know. Been a Weird tradition. Walter has like <laughs> Walter's weirdly like injured my wife like repeatedly when we go on every year we go down to Lake George we rent a cabin we uh, go to a garage sale there's the world's largest garage sale in Warrensburg New York which is like amazing because it's like it's a legit like if you own a house on the main street in Warrensburg New York you will rent out your lawn into four sections and people will come and pay you like for the like the, the storefront space that your lawn now is. It's, like, pretty great. And it's even though it's in upstate New York, so you're, like, in between New York City and Montreal, there's, like, it's completely devoid of hipsters. It's all people in camouflage and jogging pants shopping. Like, it's the fucking best. It's, like, a legit giant-ass, like, country garage sale. So we go there every year, and we buy tons of liquor. We drink a ton. Mm-hmm. Watch some horror movies in this cabin. Shit gets crazy. Play some board games. <laughs> Just... And then um, sometimes people get injured. Usually there's usually there's a Nerf gun fight. Someone no, got, that was someone got shot, yeah? With the Nerf gun, yeah. No, oh, we, well, that's not like that can't shot. be the first time we had a Nerf gun fight. It kind of, yeah. Because we definitely, we definitely had one with me. Andrew last year. Yeah, Maybe it was I wasn't was there last, last okay. two years. Yeah, so yeah. either <laughs> We go to the big-ass Walmart. <laughs> big Walmart. It's Walmart Supercenter. Those are the best things. It's a magical, it's when a you, magical when, those are the best place. Things. When you come in in the entrance, and like if you're like, so the entrance is like on one corner of the building, and when you look down to the opposite corner, you can't really see the wall. It's just like the neon lights like into forever, and you're like, great. you're like, this is fucking goes forever. Yeah. We would avoid staying in people's homes when we were... We would go on tour, <laughs> and we would look for Walmart supercenters and, and just spend the night because they were open twenty four hours. They would let you do whatever the fuck you wanted. Yeah, yeah. And then you can you could like you could sleep. Camp, you could camp like RVs yeah. and vans well, and shit. And, and they were they, they were totally they're, they're, cool. They're, they're they, just, they just really give zero fucks. Like, like we were there one year where there was like a group of teenagers who had had like like took folding chairs. You weren't there this year. So Scott was there okay. that year. They'd taken like folding chairs out of the like camping section, had set them up in front of the TVs, and were just put a DVD from Walmart in the DVD player and we're just watching like 10 screens of a movie. Like it wasn't like a trailer or anything. There was like a whole pack of teenagers just sitting there with their chairs just there and you see like the people working in the electronics department being like, meh. I think, yeah. What am I going to do? The employees really got to pick their battles, you know. Like. Yeah, exactly. They're like, they're like, well, we have three, like, we're not three. There was like, like they're five, being quiet. Yeah, there was like five or six teenagers here just doing this 
and not just like knocking shit over and wrecking the store, which is, I guess, the alternative. If we start to like pick a fight with a bunch of like rowdy country teenagers <laughs> to be like, you can't be here. You're like, eh, let them stay. Because yeah, yeah, that's the thing that we stopped doing was we used to go to the Walmart at seriously two or three o'clock in the morning. And that was like, why? Why did we stop going? Why did you ever do that in the first place? Because it's the best. Yeah. It's like it's a whole other scene in the middle of the night. Yeah, it must be weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Like 24, 20, 20, that mm-hmm. one is a 24 hour yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Super Center's 24 hours. So yeah, exactly. You do whatever the heck you want. And they sell beer 24 7 too in New York. So. Nice. That was usually why we were there at 2 or 3 in the morning. We were there for beer. Perfect. But then we were like also getting like melting ice cream in the aisles. And you're like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> like, it's fucking great. But then we were there at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, usually involved one of us driving there which is probably should not have been no. doing yeah exactly yeah. so we, that's we, fine we cut that yeah, part cut out that. of the trip yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped going to Walmart at 2 or 3 o'clock yeah, in the morning because there was yeah. zero chance of us being sober at 2 or 3 <laughs> yeah. o'clock in the morning yeah seriously uh, who's our guest today Walter we got Sergio here Sergio Turbo House Sergio Sergio hi hello are we identifying your last name <laughs> Sergio Da Silva there it is that's there it his, is that's his government name yeah how's it going Sergio <laughs> I'm pretty good also known as Turbo bit, House man. Presents on Facebook sometimes Turbo House Presents Sergio Yes, I guess that's... That's your full name on <laughs> Facebook is Turbo House Presents Sergio. Well, because you just changed your personal account to Turbo House for a bit, right? Yeah, because like, Facebook was getting mad and they were like, yo, you have to... Uh, you have to be a place or a person? Yeah, you can't just pick <laughs> one or the other. And I was like, what if I just do both? <laughs> I, do it all, I do it all the time. And I, I shouldn't even be talking about it because I've had some problems with Facebook They'll get o- you. over the last year. But like, because I do the, the, the Facebook stuff for comedy works. So like, sometimes I'll post as comedy works and sometimes I'll post as myself. But like, I just alternate between the, the accounts. It yeah. Just, yeah. Which is, but then I don't know, man, like Facebook will, will just get on your case about shit. Like, they're yeah. a bunch of fascists. Well, <laughs> what Walter's really upset about is. <laughs> One time, no, not. What, as mean, a goof. Oh, there was that. It was that, well, and then there was the, then there was the homophobic stuff. Okay, no, I was that. going in a much funnier right. direction. Like, <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about what someone actually just like weirdly reported and got in his face. But Walter drunkenly changed his name no, to I wasn't Skyjack. Drunk. I, wasn't, I wasn't drunk, but oh, okay. Stone. <laughs> Walter changed his name to Skyjack. I thought it'd be really funny because I saw one of those like you know those those uh, like an airlift thing. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh shit, that's such what a sweet name. I'm like, that's my name now, Skyjack. <laughs> And then I did that, and I made a joke about that, and then I actually changed my name to it, thinking, no problem, I'll just change it back to my real name tomorrow. Nope. No they're way. like, okay, this is, so this is your name for the next three months now, and you can't change it. Yeah, name. they're I was crazy like, about it. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> You're just skyjack so now. I had to like eat shit and be like, sorry, Facebook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you use Facebook constantly. Yeah. You use Facebook constantly to yeah. book the club and whatever, so you can just imagine him like, emailing or messaging, like, Facebook like, messaging like, out-of-town comedians. Being, Skyjack, Skyjack has messaged you. <laughs> Who the hell is Skyjack? Fuck that guy. <laughs> It was also, and also because I thought they would have issue with it in the first place. Like you're like, oh, that Skyjack isn't a real name. I actually, what my name, what the name actually was, was first name Sky, middle initial J, last name Ack. So oh. Sky J Ack. J Ack. Sky J Ack. <laughs> and um, it was a yeah, it was weird. It was so it was so, <laughs> so funny. Yeah. It, w- it was just like it was especially like I, I well Walter keeps like you know comedy club hours, so I guess this happened late at night or something. So I did it. Yeah, but then I almost saw it. But I, I saw the whole thing like like I look I'm looking through like Facebook posts and whatever, and it's just like him posting as Skyjack, like just like regular posts, because uh, it like retroactively changes your whole yeah. name. So all of his previous yeah. posts that he did as Walter are now Skyjack. <laughs> and then he had a few posts as Skyjack. Mm-hmm. And then he had a post being like, what the fuck, Facebook? Why can I not change my name? 
<laughs> it was just like a great progress. Yeah. Like, I was like, this is the best. I was like, Walter changed his name to Skyjack, then saw the Skyjack post, then him just immediately being mad that he couldn't change his name back. So yeah, screw you, uh, Facebook, a bunch of yeah. fascists. It's not the MySpace days. You could just name yourself whatever you, you want. You know, mm-hmm. you don't get fun anymore. I love, I've gone, every couple of years I go back and I like find my MySpace <laughs> and it's like so good. Like just, and just looking at other people's MySpaces because most of them are still around because people just like stopped oh, yeah. using them and didn't disable them. So if you can like go through and find and the pictures are so bad because they're like <laughs> cell phone pictures yeah. from yeah. 2002, you know, so they're like, <laughs> can you make a new uh, oh yeah, account you today, a new MySpace account yeah, yeah, yeah. today. And do people still make yeah. new MySpace Some bands do. Accounts? Like, oh, yeah, you can. Yeah. I know at a certain point it basically just became a band tool, right? Like a band, like yeah. a social media. Because well, originally a lot of these things bands. are just becoming just social media tools that people don't really no, but, use. But specific, but like, but MySpace eventually was almost entirely appropriated by bands, right? Yeah, it got to be pretty. Well, yeah, because they offered they had a way to have like an integrated place to upload your music, which was is yeah, not on you Facebook. Could al- you could also <laughs> sell your music. You can sell uh, merch, and you could also right, like, yes. Uh, promote shows and do things like it. Yeah, so at the end, it became pretty much a promotional yeah, yeah. tool. And so then, yeah, exactly, because that's one of the things I guess for bands on Facebook is they're like music here, and you have to like link that's it. somewhere else. <laughs> like it's not all on one page. So the reason we're asking, awesome I was gonna venue. say, I was gonna say the reason we're asking Sergio about bands, like he knows what he's right. talking about. This is a fucking segue, brother. It's a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, you're a, a, the man, one of the men, the, all the men. I'm oh one of the many men. Many men uh, behind Turbo House Montreal. Yeah. Which was uh, formerly a venue in the jam space behind the Bell Center. Yeah, at 1180 San Antoine. Yeah. And uh, which, I mean, I guess a lot of people know if you know any Montreal bands. <laughs> yeah. <would> have, <laughs> there was, there's a lot of people <laughs> who had their jam spaces in there. And uh, and then when obviously that got torn down, as if you from the city, you know it's gone. It's so sad. Is it gone? Gone now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like gone as hell. Like, there's even new stuff going up. Open wasteland. It, like, it's just when it's they still, first it's tore still down, a lot like, now. Where the fuck am I? Like, yeah, how we get confused driving. On yeah, it looks very top. different. But no, but now there's actually stuff going up. Like, yeah, there's, there's for sure. There's, is that where they're putting the, the next big uh, Canadians condo? Yeah, or? probably. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly where that's. Is going. that what it is? Jesus Christ! To think of what what like the new clientele is going to be like there compared to like the old clientele from that building. Not that different. Just like. The drugs just will be more expensive. T- to give people an idea. <laughs> to give people It'll be more idea. expensive let's, drugs. Let's, well, let's talk about that old space for a second, and then we'll get into the, the, the new space. <laughs> we'll compare what the, <laughs> the two Compared venues were like. Okay, Original so, just so the old that in that jam space that which was cool because you guys had done a good job on that in and of itself it was like the it was the fucking building was like decrepit and yeah. and like there was like where are the bathrooms backed up yeah there, <laughs> the bathrooms were the worst there was, yeah there was like it was fucked up and it was like it was an it was old crappy apartment building and were people mm-hmm. still allowed to live there like like actually live there no, no but people did but people like, they sort people of people lived a little bit shit out of that place yeah. and but some people, some people were paying like 300 bucks a month to live there less yeah. than that. And, and the sp- other units, and some people would they would live there because a lot of people kept their gear there and they'd yeah. be like well we're not going to leave the gear without a person here mm-hmm. we would like you to stay here and then the other <laughs> units were just yeah were were jam spaces and stuff. were jam spaces and there were yeah. some studios there were some uh, weird telemarketing places there was like a uh, a messenger company that operated out there. There was like a mission. Sounds legit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, wasn't there, there okay, like true or false, wasn't there like a weird hidden closed down sex shop in the downstairs or just like an S&M oh, thing? Oh, I never heard that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I've never uh, heard that particular rumor or saw the space. Okay. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised. There was a little bit of everything. Because I had their jam space there. Yeah. 
Trigger Effect had their jam space there. What other bands? What some other like? Uh, Hashed Out used to practice there. Dig It Up used Dig to it practice up, there. That's right. Men Without Hats used to practice there. Men uh, Without Hats. Anybody, <laughs> anybody you could think of, like probably well, came through that because the location was amazing. You're like, yeah, you get right, up, you, yeah. You're like right downtown. You're like, you're like either a two block walk down from downtown, or you just get off at Lionel and walk a block. Like, yeah, and you're you're fucking there. So and within this insanity, there was there was the the venue. There was the, yeah. the original the original Turbo House. Yeah, which you guys had all. Which was like, just like a, a double. You fixed up a space, basically. One a of big these. space. Yeah. Well, what happened was we had a space originally, a floor below. Okay. And uh, we would use it for shows every now and again, but we'd also mostly just practice there. Right. And the place kept getting fucked up. It would flood or some yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah. would happen. Uh, but we were one of the most responsible bands in the entire building. I believe it. Like we would pay our bills on time. Like if something went wrong, we were always yeah. we you know we take care of it. And like so, we had a pretty good. Uh, rapport with the um, with the guy who basically took care of the of the building. Right. So the last straw with that space that we had was it flooded again, and we were like, "Listen, we need a. You either have to pay for all this stuff that's been ruined, or yeah, we need a new room." So he gave us a room twice the size, yeah. right, for two hundred bucks cheaper, and we were like, "We're not taking this unless we can do shows." And he was like. Okay, but don't tell anybody that I said you could do it. And I was like, <laughs> all right, we're going to do this. <laughs> so then right. we took like two, three months to set it up. We got uh, en masse yeah. to do the walls and all the art. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, it was nice. yeah, 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 the walls and there were and crazy. there was like a bar and stuff. Yeah, yeah we yeah. had uh, like the place was – I don't know if we're allowed saying that. But. Yeah, <laughs> no, we were, we were semi-legit. We would get uh, – since we had set up a not-for-profit, uh, the Nick Babbers Center for the Arts, we were able to get uh, permits. Right. Like – uh, non-permanent permits for each show. Yeah, cool. And then be able to run the shows and sell the beer. Yeah, which yeah. is like places like Mainline. Yeah, Mainline. They, yeah. they do things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why sometimes you go to Mainline and you're like, beer? And they're like, not this weekend. Not, not this weekend. Yeah. And sometimes you go and like, beer? Yes. <laughs> it's like little temporary permits and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. So that's how we would operate for, and we were there for maybe almost two years. Seems uh, right. And then when Nick passed away, we were like, uh, we're going to keep doing this. And it took a couple months for us to be like, no, he would have wanted us to keep going, so right. we just yeah we kept doing. It. And when did now? And then when did the plans start for the the, the current location? When the which by the way, can do we say the address yet? I don't think we said the address. Five thousand eleven Notre Dame West. Yeah, which is just on near it's a block past Corsell or it's it, yeah it's on Saint Remy and Notre Dame, one block past west of uh, Corsell. And as cool as like as cool as the the Saint Antoine location was, and you know as as good of a thing that was, like this this this, this new setup. Is like it's like night and day, right? Yeah, in terms of like, <laughs> uh, like what we're trying to do, and like because with the original space, we were just we were just uh, just trying to have shows and like have people come yeah. and have a good time and like whatever. And with the new space, it's more of a we're really uh, trying to push the not for profit social club aspect of it, right? Yeah. So so that's become a big thing, and and you and like you're also bringing in like acts all the time like you're in yeah i mean we're pretty we're pretty busy like uh we try to limit the amount of what we do to like maybe seven or eight a month because when we first started uh we were like whatever we could do whatever we we want want, yeah (laughs) and then it would be like well we have 23 shows this month and like and then, and then you're like, <laughs> people have to work. People have to like. And then you're like, the sta- if the and then staff six, in, six like, people show up. Yeah, and you're like, no, shit. like by the third month of that, I was like, I'm gonna blow my fucking brains out. Like, right. I can't. Yeah, I can't be bothered to like. And then like other people were also like, other promoters like, dude, you can't do that because there's just so many bands in the city that it's you just, can. Yeah, like you're bringing in bands from other places. That's fine, but like, 
I have to be able to use locals as well. You can't yeah. just yeah. be doing whatever you want. I yeah, guess yeah. It, yeah, I guess it creates a bit of a saturation to certain. It does. Point. It yeah. absolutely did. But so, but like so, so now, and but what's so? What's it like now? Well, like you said, you, you got like you're sort of limiting it to seven or eight shows a month. Seven eight shows a month. We try to do is, and we also try to do different things. Well, yeah, you've been broadening out. Like you've had Turbo Talks. We the Turbo Talks are something that are that I'm really excited about. That are that we're really happy with. Uh, we've been working with uh, Brunch Club as well to start doing comedy. Well, yeah. that's your uh, Turbo Times. You're gonna Turbo Times. Yeah, is, is this is this is coming out on this Thursday, and Turbo Times will be the week next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. And you, you have comedy. We have you've a got comedy. Talks, and you've got shows. Yeah, basically. That's <laughs> some of, and it's just trying to showcase as much of what we're doing as we can in like a four, I mean four days. I think for the first for the first one is a bit, uh, you know, it, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. But, but at least it's but they're they're different, right? Like they're you're not different, here. and also I have a lot of people who are doing different things. Right. Like I'm not specifically responsible for. Uh, the comedy or the turbo talks, like I have other people who are taking care of those. Right. So it makes it a little bit easier, but like it, at the same time, it's sort of like. Where did the idea for that come from? For the for this, what, what are you are you calling it a festival? Are you calling it? It a, is. I guess it's a festival. But what do you, where, where did the yeah? So like, what was the, the the where did the idea come from? And what what were you, what are you guys trying to do with this? Uh, the main idea is to sort of showcase the different things that you can use the space for. Right. And try to get as many different people to come in and look and like realize that it's not. Like, it was never intended to be a punk venue, right. and it's not a punk venue, even though we have punk shows, we have heavy shows, but it's not, like, we're not really trying to sort of just do that. Right. And, like, I think the way the space looks and the way we treat it kind of reflects that. Right. Like, there's no graffiti, we can't, we I can't stand that shit. And there's <laughs> no, you know, we, we try to... Uh, yeah, well, you go in. There's like the hardwood floors, and it's like a pretty yeah. cleaned up area. Like the bar doesn't look like a little trash bar. It's a nice bar up there. What's well, like, it? And you want to be able to use it for different things. Like we've we've had like uh, like children do like music school rehearsals up there. Nice. Yeah. Because like <laughs> they're like Turbo House. <laughs> What's well, it? No, it's like and it was their parents. And they were playing guitar with their parents. My like, head there's they were nothing. Just recorders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing. You know, nicer than watching like an eight year old girl play the bass with her dad. All yeah, yeah, fun. no, it's adorable. And it becomes like this thing where you like. You can you can bring your things here. It's not gonna say like for a good time call Daryl Dickface at yeah. his number in the bathrooms or whatever. You know Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> how do you but, but how do you sort of like but how do you sort of maintain that standard or maintain like you know uh, maintain it to the to what like to the to the level that you want it to be? You have to be on it all the time. So like if there's something that goes up in your bathrooms, the next day it's the next day it's gone, and you sort of. Uh, hold yourself in a, in a situation. You hold yourself so that people see you, and they're like, "Okay, I understand that it's this kind of it's this kind of place." I'm never, I'm very rarely like shit face drunk, falling over the floor, right. and being like, "Yeah, do whatever the yeah. fuck you like." Well, want. I can change never to very rarely, though. That was nice. <laughs> <laughs> never, uh, the, very <laughs> rarely. There are special occasions. <laughs> there, there's there's some nights where I'm gonna fucking sign out and just. Go for it. <laughs> and then I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. But, like, but for the most part, like, people understand, like, you can have a good time. You can pretty much do whatever you want. It's a concrete box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, don't, like, don't break anything. Why? Yeah, yeah don't, exactly. break, <laughs> don't break my things. Like, yeah. what are you doing? The other thing, too, I guess that, like, helps is that you've been around long enough. Like, when you, like you said, you guys were in Trigger Effect forever, and then you were running the other Turbo House, you are running this Turbo House. So it's like, if someone goes in and is shitty, and then you're like, God, what are you doing? You're like, because... It's like Sergio being like, "Guy, what are you doing?" Be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Sergio." Yeah, I you mean, know, like there's as opposed to just like some guy, like faceless bartender who's just like, "Stop that!" 
you know, well, that's, like, it. that's it. Like you guys have a bit of a more of a like. I think at least a lot of the guys who would maybe come in and want to like fuck shit up a little bit are like, oh shit, Sergio told me I shouldn't, so I won't. You know, because yeah. I like bit of respect going your way. You know, like yeah, that definitely helps, and yeah. it's in like people. I think also people understand like you can you can go anywhere and you can draw dicks you can draw dicks in your own house <laughs> you can go anywhere and draw dicks there's nothing like anywhere if you have a sharpie you can draw a dick yeah. do you have a, you have an official title there or uh uh yeah well basically i'm the uh, owner and operator okay of the space. who are the, who are like then who are some of the people you work with some of the people i mean everybody who was in trigger effect also helps right. with the space uh but we have like I have like six partners, and Loic, which is downstairs, mm-hmm. it's all run by the same people. Right. So everybody has different jobs based on what their actual mm-hmm. skills are. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's basically uh, running the space, uh, talent buying, shit like that. And it's an it's an interesting spot, right? Like in terms of where it is in the city, because there's not much else around there that's like that, right? Because it's, it's technically a residential area. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, which I know, like the, the there's been. Well, it's an old bank, right? Like, yeah, it's an old, yeah. it's an old bank. Like describe the building for people who don't know it. It's like it's it's a, it's a, essentially almost a, it's a, an historical building. It is, it yeah. is a historical it's building. A, like, we had a really hard time actually like putting in doors and things like that because yeah, everything needs like, to get everything yeah. passed by some historical society. Yeah, and, and that yeah. was one of the bigger problems. And uh, like to put in like an emergency door, they were like, no, like what. What are you talking about? There were no emergencies in history. <laughs> <laughs> there won't be any now. But like, like you, you can't really fuck with the facade. So even though like on the back towards the alley, like it was just a brick wall. Yeah. They were like, no, you can't. That's a historical it. brick How'd wall. How'd you get around that? We told them we we're going to put in a brick wall. Yeah. They were like, okay. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you nuts? Of course yeah. we're going to put in a brick wall. Yeah. Uh, put it in a dorm. But uh, the building is the old, uh, is the old Molson Bank. Right. And on the front of the building, you have the old Molson crest. Yeah, I know it's and badass. It's very, it's like, just like when 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 we saw that, like obviously you don't necessarily know uh, if something's if something is a historical site or whatever. Like you kind of assume it was, but like we always saw like uh, my wife and I, we drove by it and we were like, we're gonna get rich and we're gonna buy this <laughs> bank and we're gonna live in the bank and it's gonna be amazing. No, but it's like that because it was it was for sale for a while. And yeah, I, and I'm guessing it was like uh, just because of. I don't know everything about real estate, but I'm like, I'm imagining it was expensive. And then plus there's the hassle of you can't fuck with the facade because it's a historical thing. Like, yeah. there's just like a lot of stuff that like, it is very cool to own, but like you could see the biggest the problem work. is that, yeah, <laughs> like, there was a, there was a lot of work to do. Like there yeah. was like, well, I remember you, you were posting pictures of it at the time. Like, yeah. It was just Facebook like a brick. It was a brick bunker. It, yeah. There was nothing in it. Yeah. Uh, the other thing was that, uh, the, when it was purchased, yeah, uh, it was actually, it was originally purchased from the city from uh, Mike's wife's boss. Okay. And he's a photographer, and he wanted to use it as a studio. Right. And and he bought it for like peanuts. Right. He bought it for like three hundred thousand dollars, something God. ridiculous. Damn it. Jeez. And he just held on to it. He's like, I have the money. I don't really have to do anything with it. I'm just gonna hold on because I don't have the time or the money to to make make it look the way I want it to look. Right. So some uh, our current landlord Andre Zabitsky, he picked it up uh, for whatever amount of money he picked it up for, yeah. and he originally wanted to turn it into condos. Right, and the city was like, "Fuck you, yeah, you exactly. Can't do that. Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that's I think why it stayed for sale for so long was because like you couldn't, like yeah. they you, they wouldn't have let it go because it yeah. would have involved too much interior change or whatever. So so then we were like, "Yeah, we want to open a bar, restaurant, 
uh, venue and the city was like no you can't do that you're too close to a school and we were like are you sure they are you gonna, sure that was, a, that was city response. <laughs> yeah no that was like that was almost like verbatim it was like are you sure and they were like yeah i was like could you check and they were like oh <laughs> you're right because it's pro- on you notre dame probably you check it out like, yourself yeah, yeah. I, like the thing is with the there is a school across the street and yeah. there, it's an elementary school, but next to it, it's a like uh, it's like a continuing education school. Right. Yeah. So the continuing education school is the one that's closest to us, and yeah. since the doors of the elementary school are far enough away, well, what's like, the deal with that? Is you're also not like running shows like in the middle of the day, like on on a Tuesday. But know, it has like, to do with zoning and stuff, man. It's like I know, I know, but it's that's still weird. That's still like 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 what you guys are doing like in the evenings and weekends is somehow going to impact on the elementary school. Well, like, I mean, like it's also things like if I was just running some ratty bar, yeah, yeah, and yeah, 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 with like yeah. slot machines, and then yeah, and the clientele draws and all that shit. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's a bit sketchy. Exactly, that's it. As soon as you they let a bar license in. And they don't necessarily know exactly your business plan and all yeah. that, and then they don't know like how how you're gonna go. Like I get it. Like mm-hmm. it makes like I'm glad those laws are there. You know, like uh, you know, because you're just sort yeah. of like like because if there weren't any laws, you would just have shit like that. Like this, like bars on top of schools on top of <laughs> playgrounds, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> like you know, like you're, I get there's some regulation that makes sense. And so yeah, no, I was so psyched when when it got like purchased. We were like, yeah, they bought the bank. You know, <laughs> yeah. So also that, weird that Molson owned a bank like that. Oh yeah, apparently, you know what I'm mean? like. That's just that it was owned by Molson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bank, it, was, it was their bank, and apparently, if I'm like, I've heard a few things from a, a few different people who were like, "Yeah, this bank's really cool." Did you know? Yeah, and somebody had told haunted. Me, oh, it's definitely haunted. <laughs> <laughs> but somebody was like, "Yeah, did you know that uh, Molson used to pay their employees with Molson money, and it was legal Molson tender?" Money? Yeah, apparently they just what had... What the fuck is Molson money? Apparently like Canadian Tire money, but for Molson. Yeah. We've got to have a Molson rep on it and yeah, find the veracity Molson. of this. Like yeah. Canadian Tire dollars, but like... Yeah, but it was legal tender. You could use it everywhere. Weird. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. <laughs> well, I know... People, I, mean, <laughs> I know that, that like... You could use it in gas stations, <laughs> convenience stores, uh, gas stations. <laughs> but I know... I'm not quite the same, but like, you know, like Irving out... Uh, out east, Irving is its own economy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. But like, when you get when if you get a job at Irving, you get like a less than minimum wage salary, compensated with like Irving dollars. Because because well, they own so many things that you exactly can, like, live within the Irving sort of bubble. Yeah, exactly. So it's like you're like say you it's so fucked up and weird because you're not actually making real money, but you could pay all your bills like because they own like, they own the power there yeah. and they have grocery stores yeah. and they have everything. So you can like pay your bills in Irving money, so like it'll come out to more money. Th- you can't fucking leave Irving, <laughs> right? <laughs> also, but that's it. But you're, it's, you're, like, you're indentured to like fucking. It's like if you're like if you're like say the going rate for this like X job is say like forty grand a year, they'll be like we'll give you twenty grand a year and then forty grand in Irving money, so it's like sixty grand a year. Eh? But it's only twenty real right. thousand. Eh? You, you know? can't save any of that Irving but, money. Exactly. But then you're looking, but you're like, but I'll use the real money for sa-. like it's like, and they get you because they are paying you more like dollars than yeah. you would should get paid. 
but less because it's all just going back into Irving. It's so fucked up. Like, people were explaining this to me when I was, like, as I worked out there for a bit, like, um, I was down on, like, a contract. And, like, people are explaining this, like, Irving economy. And I was like, this is fucking crazy. Like, you can't leave the Maritimes and you can't leave Irving. <laughs> you're living, like, you're living okay. It's primarily New Brunswick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's basically it's New primarily New Brunswick. But when if, and I mean, not to knock on New Brunswick too much, but if you know New Brunswick, I could see how you could live like Well, it depends on it. Like, <laughs> like St. John's. Like, I like, I'm, I'm sorry. It's, it's fucking New Brunswick. Yeah. All right. Uh, but yeah, it's great. But I think Molson, prob- Molson probably like owned the city back then. Like they. Prob- yeah, like, that's what I'm thinking. They were just sort of like, we're going to do what we want. Yeah, exactly. what are you gonna, and who's going to stop us? Yeah, exactly. Who's going to stop us? The mayor? We, 19, are the mayor. we are the mayor. <laughs> it's 1920. What are you going to do? Yeah, so, exactly. All that said, like, do you guys have, like, everything's cool. You guys have a good relationship with the community now and stuff. Yes, we yeah. work really hard to... Uh, to keep things quiet at night and like have a, you know keep a, a good rapport with our neighbors, uh, the even the city council was really they're really happy when we were finally doing something with yeah, the space. Yeah, because yeah, it's, it's it was some, for years. It's something yeah, for as opposed to and nothing. On, you know? And on top of that too, like that corner, because that building was there and no one could use it, was like a dead zone corner. Like yeah, at night, it was like a sketchy as fuck corner. Yeah, like just because. It was like it's near the tracks, it's near the underpass. It's elementary like there's like elementary school. There's yeah, but at night the, the elementary school's closed. You know, I'm like it was like because it was this like is what I'm saying. You had like <laughs> you had like a shitty dep and then like a crack alley. That was what that corner was like about. You know, like, yeah. And you're like, yeah. eh. so just having something there at night makes it like more lively and like yeah. And they were they were happy about it. I mean, a lot of people were like, meh, gentrification and. I, you know, you sort of got to deal with them. <laughs> Gen- gentrification is not the same thing, though, as developing an otherwise useless property. Like, yeah. It's not the same thing. Like, gentr- it's not like you took that had, country had away turned, from low income. Had it been turned you didn't into take that area condos, away from low-income families. Well, yeah. Had it actually, like, turned into condos and stuff. like That, that would have been gentrification. Be, like, this is, I feel like, a functional and good thing. Like, yeah. And, like, we, we, we see it that way. But, like, you know. <laughs> we certainly people, see it that way. And people, as the owners and, of the business, that's how we see it. <laughs> but people have been mainly very positive and, like, uh really receptive to to us being there and, yeah. and us i love doing what i love doing. on on facebook when you have like this series of uh angry messages about cigarette butts <laughs> it's just like stop putting your fucking cigarettes in the fucking plants they're not our plants plants aren't ashtrays what the fuck is wrong with you just like angrier and angrier posts about the cigarette butts out front and i was like i was like and like just reading them like people are so shitty like (laughs) you're just like but the thing is when people go to bars and things like that they're used to being downtown where you can literally just take a shit on the street and no one will fucking bet (laughs) (laughs) when you're in a more residential neighborhood like you have to be aware of like that people live here and they spend their time here and you can't just you're not in the plateau yeah yeah, yeah, exactly like and you know i have friends who live up in the plateau and they're like it's hell like you're you're sick you want to go to the farmer pre to get some uh you know Cold medicine meds, whatever, yeah. and you got to just like push your way through all these like awful terrible people just screaming and puking yeah being garbage people like you have to <laughs> <laughs> and you know you're and i'm tr- we're trying to avoid have having that sort of yeah exactly situation in front of our space and, and like make yeah. people feel like well it's i mean still rest that's it well like, in a way you're like especially when you said you're you you have the uh the, the the NBCA going and stuff like that and you have like community projects and whatever so like you said you're not just a venue show you're like sometimes there's going to be like thoughtful talks going on here that's it so you don't like it's not a rip it up every night venue you know like mm-hmm. so like that's what you're putting forward so you're like don't fucking put cigarette butts in the plants guys like, yeah. <laughs> this is not fucking rocket science and like we had some neighbors come over and complain that, like there were some 
like punks like having sex in their yard and like that's like what are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but just that's... go home. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, like, hang on, just like, I'm gonna rewind back to um, when you were sleeping in a Walmart. <laughs> I was at the Walmart, and they were cool with me being at the Walmart. I'm not no, cool yeah. with you. No, no, no. I get it. I'm, I'm just shit. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Just go home. You he were sleeping, sleeping in a Walmart. In the Walmart either. You were sleeping in the goddamn parking lot. Yeah, I would have slept in the Walmart had they let me. Had they, yeah, 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 sure. No, but, that, but that's but also but that's Jesus. that's a that's a known fact though. If you have an RV or whatever else, like, oh yeah, like, you, you look go to any Walmart in the in USA, and you'll see RVs parked yeah, there. I know, Even Canada the here, like they're because they just want you to go in the morning and get a whatever it is. Who gives a shit? Eat. It's an RV. Yeah, go park. buy a thing. Yeah, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. you're, you're taking up a parking spot in a parking spot that, like a parking lot that has 10,000 spots. Like, it, eh, who gives a shit? You'll be alright. So, uh, so, so what else is coming up at the, the venue? So like, so let's, let's give more details on the Turbo, Turbo Times. Turbo Times. Turbo Times is, yeah. You start on Wednesday or Thursday? We start next Wednesday. It's going to be, uh, Brunch Club is launching a series of uh, of live tapings, mm-hmm. uh, and this one they're called so and so is special. So okay. this first one is with uh, Trina Wintour, Trina Wintour, friend uh, of the podcast, Trina Wintour. Yep, she's uh, she's great. Trina's wonderful, and uh, so that's going to be day one, mm-hmm. and then day two is going to be our sixth Turbo Talk. Right. Uh, some of the people we'll be speaking were uh, Sean Foster. Mm-hmm. He's a guy from Edmonton who's – and this particular one is about um, like big achievements in your particular field of art. So one of the speakers is Sean Foster, who's one of the first punk bands to tour in Cuba, okay. which, is, uh, which is really fun. Like and now a lot of guys are going through and they're doing it and they're having a – like a blast. Yeah, but the first guys must have been like, "You're like, what? What papers do we need to <laughs> yeah, do? Like, what do you do? Like, we want to play a show in Cuba. Yeah, how do we get there?" So he's gonna be talking uh, about uh, about stuff like that. Uh, then day three uh, is uh, we're doing two kinds of shows. The first show is gonna be uh, more of a heavy show, All right? And that one's with uh, USA out of Vietnam, uh, Octoplot. Uh, which is a great band and a great name. <laughs> uh, and um, Biblical, who are from Toronto, and Indian Handcrafts, who are from Barrie, Ontario. All very, very good bands. And then Saturday, which is the last night, uh, it's with our friends Grays, who played the first show that we've uh, we've had at this space. Uh, Partner from the East Coast, and two bands from here, Heathers, who are fantastic right now, one of my favorite, favorite bands in the city. And uh, the Silver Dapple, which are also very good. And what kind of if that's that's less more heavy-ish? of a yeah, it's much less heavy, but it's more like grungy, noisy. Okay. It's uh, it's less punch in the face, more I guess thought provoking. Body music? punch, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> less less of a head punch, more of a body more punch. Of a, more of a you know. Yeah. Um, and are you doing like like all the booking of the bands and stuff? All the bands, yes. Yeah. Uh, only from um. Brunch from Brunch Club, she yeah. took of care of the comedy, mm-hmm. and Raymond Basinger and Katie Green, who are and Amy McDonald, who are three of our three of the members of the NBCA, are taking care of the Turbo Talks. Cool, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, so everybody's pretty much got their job, and they 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 do really well, and they're sort of staying in their lane, kind of thing. That's that's awesome, man. So it's really great to see that like the stuff that's happening there, and yeah. and, uh, and beyond that, like is like can you talk about anything else that's coming well, up? We got. Or? More stuff with uh, with Brunch Club. We're going to be doing weekly events 
called uh, Arts and Laps, mm-hmm. which is basically, remember when they used to do it at the uh, the Cock and Bowl where you'd just sort of yeah. go in and you would draw bullshit and use glitter and like, yeah, somebody would talk. Arts and Crafts <laughs> and the Cock and Bowl were like the absolute best. So it's kind of the same thing like that. Uh, this Thursday, uh, we have um, a fundraiser for the SPCA. Yeah, yeah, to yeah, help the NTBSL. Yeah, to yeah. help with that. Which is a fucking nightmare. And yeah, that's happening. Yeah, like a, my poor my poor dog just cannot deal with her little muzzle. Oh like, no! Like sorry, it's, buddy. So, <laughs> it's so fucked. Like it's so fucked. I mean, like there's there's the BSL thing, which is the like obviously the worst, which is that like you can't own new and nobody can own a new pit bull if you have a pit bull and you have a uh, what do you call it criminal record, you have to get rid of it just fucking <laughs> somehow straight up. Like that, that's it. Like if you own a pit bull and you have a criminal record, you just need to straight up get rid of it. Yeah. No, there can be no new pit bull purchases, and if you have a pit bull, uh, you ha- it has to be muzzle, or is it straight up se- over seventy kilograms? It has um, to be muzzle. I mean, they're every the problem with the, one of the biggest problems with this with all these new rules is like I don't even think they know what yeah, they want. Yeah, and but then also like there's like I don't know if you know like the cat thing like it's like yeah. less of a big deal, but like cats need to be registered, and if a cat is picked up not on your property, it can get taken in, and you're like. Because I keep my if, my, if you let your cat outdoors, you're like, don't go off the property. Cat's like, fuck off, and just goes. I'm out of here. Please. Yeah, it just goes wherever the fuck it wants, and they need to be like tagged or whatever. Like yep. any cat that's picked up not tagged is like the same as a stray. Like and so and apparently it's thirty bucks a cat, but you need to register your fucking cat. Or it's not too bad. It's not the yeah, worst, but it's, but still, it's, it's still a pain in the ass. Like it, lots of this is problematic. But it's a, a fucking Does the registration include the tagging. I think so. Yeah. But, but it's not like you're not but then apparently indoor cats too even yeah everything yeah, every animal I'm sure you have to like I mean if you look deep into it like you'll probably read something like yeah you gotta clip your bird's wings and you know who knows it's just it's fucking bananas and it's just dumb as shit and you're just like I mean it's a weird sort of cash grab like you know the whole idea they don't care that somebody got mauled they don't give a shit <laughs> they just want a bunch of dough and like that's yeah, yeah. basically what it comes down to and like, and for some people, like it's gonna come down to like, hey, do I register this dog or do I eat this week? Yeah, I'm gonna eat. Sorry, you're yeah, going yeah, for, to... like a lot. Of, like not to say a lot, but I mean, like there's there is some people who are gonna fucking do that. Well, to then... buy to get it registered, to uh, pay for your background check, to buy the muzzle, to buy the harness, yeah, because what's, you know. And what's this? I'm just thinking about this now. Like, what's this gonna do to like every street kid with a dog and stuff? Like, oh, they'll get their dogs taken away. That's that yeah, hundred percent really sucks because like. Yeah. So many of like some like not even just street kids, but a lot of you know you see a lot of homeless dudes and stuff like with dogs and shit. And usually yeah. the dogs are super fucking docile and stuff, right? Cause, yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those people they're they're fucked. They're like shit out of luck. Yeah, their dogs. dogs gone. Like there's there's no if ands or buts, and they already have enough problems. Like what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. It's just, <laughs> I'm just gonna take the dog away. I'll be like, fuck you. Like it's that's gonna... that's the most depressing thing I could I could think of. Yeah, almost. Yeah, yeah. If you're like yeah. if you're at like down in the dumps, living on the street, and someone just takes your and, like it's also fucked that like pit bull is not like a breed. No, you know, like it's like there's like several, and then and then now there's like weird discretion. Like if it looks like a pit bull, it's a pit bull, and you're like, "Fuck, what? What does that mean?" (laughs) Like it literally means anything they want it to. Yeah, exactly. It's so messed up. It's like it's so fucking backwards and weird. And like, and my favorite, favorite, my favorite. I mean, like most ire (laughs) invoking quote that came out of this was whatever the fucking woman was that like spearheaded this and like presented this whole thing. Should like. On the record, quote, when someone, like, presented her with, like, scientific evidence that, like, breed, like, doesn't make a fucking difference in temperament and all that stuff, literally said, we don't want science to get in the way of common sense. And I was like, isn't that what science is for? <laughs> you know, like, that not that, like, like, science should, like, override common sense? Like, because if your common sense goes against science, 
your common sense was wrong. Like you were just thinking badly. Like that's what yeah. you were doing. Like was some like a long time ago, people thought common sense said a man shouldn't marry a man. You know, and then you're like, nope, because well, that. A- but that used to be common sense. Like <laughs> common sense is not science and shouldn't override science. You know, like it's so dumb. Anyway, that yeah. was I just. I don't even I don't even own a dog or like or a cat and it just freaks me out because like growing up I had a German Shepherd then we had a Doberman then we had oh no then we had a Rottweiler then we had a Doberman and just like knowing that like all three of those breeds would be like under some level of fucking suspicion. well they would have to get they would have to probably well because it's because there's a weight thing and there's like a, yeah. a big enough dog automatically kind of ends up in like almost as regulated as like a pit bull yeah basically and a Rottweiler was 175 pounds <laughs> so. <laughs> Like that, that dog was bigger than me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was the best. <laughs> like, he was like was like a fucking monster, and I'm like just knowing that I'm like probably all all the shit that goes along with the dogs would be like fucking Eisterman's down there have like this giant fucking dog, <laughs> 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 like, and I'd be like I probably wouldn't be able to like definitely would have to muzzle him, definitely yeah. would have to do all this shit, definitely would probably have to go through all the hoops, and I'm like I was like I grew up with big dogs, so I'm like no man, I was like and all of them were such. Like they're sissy big babies. dopes. They're just yeah, a bunch exactly. Of big they're dopes. Like, uh, like the problem with uh, a lot of this too is like my dog is like a very athletic dog. She what needs kind of dog you got? I have like a pit bull boxer mix. Okay, and she needs to she needs to run. She yeah, needs yeah, yeah. to stay active. Otherwise, her brain explodes and she yeah, can't yeah. deal with herself. And like they have weird rules. Like if you're at a dog park, there's more than one person. You can't throw a stick or a ball anymore. Yeah, it's like what do you? What, how What's the point of the dog park? So they can be sad together, I guess. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want to play? Can't, because <laughs> you're here. <laughs> you know? Go fuck yourself. No, it's like, and what if you're, I think it's it's more than one dog. So if you have two dogs and you go into the dog, you can't throw you're the ball. fucking yourself. Yeah, it's, like it's, yeah. it's so fucking weird, yeah. Anyway, so all this say, we are, we're having a thing on Thursday to help raise yeah. money for the SPCA and their court case, which is pending now. With cool. The, with yeah, the exactly. That's it, because they're, they're I've, I've, they feel, and I'm reading some some of the, the literature and stuff and, like, what they're saying, they feel it's unconstitutional. Like, yeah. they're like, they can actually, like, object to this on a constitutional mm-hmm. level. And I'm like, that's exciting. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. fuck you, like, city, like, overriding the Constitution. I was like, I hope this happens. And I hope they're, like, I love, I don't know if you, like, fucking President Obama has a statement from, like, 2013 saying that, like, breed. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> no, but, like, he's, he's, like, he's, like, breed, um, I don't know what the word is, is, like, discrimination, I guess, like, breed discrimination law is completely, like, it's, it costs people money, it costs money to enforce, and it's ineffective. Like, just, like, straight up, and you're just sort of, like, I'm pretty sure he's informed. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I feel like he has people who looked into this to make that <laughs> statement, like, he's not just gonna make weird blanket statements like that. <laughs> So anyway, fundraiser for fundraiser the anti BSL. Uh, that's this Thursday. Cool. And uh, I think we should almost be heading into five Let's questions. Let's do five questions. All right. Walter, fill some time because I uh, we'll do a I five question segment where we have three consistent questions per, for every guest. The fourth question is the uh, is a question asked by our last guest, and the fifth question is your question to our next guest. That's the one. And All you right. don't know what and we don't, you know. And, and, uh, <laughs> Here's a tip. We have no idea who the next guest is going to be. Perfect. Because right. okay. that's how we book the show. So. That's how we do it. Uh, all right. well, so you should really be looking forward to your question now. So from the last guest. Well, our last guest was PJ Phil oh, from that's cool. Yeah, you get – Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was our last guest. Did but his, his question is so shitty now. Oh, I wish, man. <laughs> his question is garbage. 
That's, no, I mean, garbage. It's hilarious, but it will, yeah, I remember it being funny. But it's yeah. funny, but it's gonna be rough. All right, so we question, might need to, we might need to assist him on the answer. Question one: Who would play you in a movie? Who Nick DiClaudio. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nick DiClaudio. Yeah, I'm going to get a picture of, of you now just so a few people will understand that reference. I think anybody, there's a lot of people that know both, both, both Sergio and Nick. He's wearing the Nick DiClaudio outfit now. Is this, or, or, or whatever Nick's outfit was from three years ago when yeah. I last saw him. So. Cosplaying as Nick DiClaudio. Yes, right I would definitely go with Nick DiClaudio. So Nick DiClaudio is going to play you in a movie? Like, yes. Do you think he would do you justice? I think he would do very well. Or, or Oscar Isaac. I want to say he can yeah. pull it off. Yeah, uh, there's also, fuck, what is that guy's name? Uh, the, the guy, I know, the, the you know who he's thinking of? I think so. You can read it. the guy mind. that looks like Oscar Isaac, that I, whenever I see Oscar <laughs> Isaac in a movie, I think it's that other guy. Uh, Joe Pesci. Oh. Uh, I, don't <laughs> I, would, I don't think that was I would love Joe Pesci to play going, Joe <laughs> Pesci from, uh, Home Alone, not from any gangster movie. Home Alone. <laughs> Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci had on. He's got the, he's yeah. got the yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe Pesci Home Alone hat on. You look, like you look sticky up. Sticky bandits. Yeah. Like. You look up. Sticky banded Joe Pesci, me, right there. That on. I had a mustache. Yeah, that little guy. Right, exactly. I want to just, I just want to go to Turbo House now and see Joe Pesci behind the bar being like, right? hey, Marking! Question number two. What are you afraid of? Heights. Heights? Oh my Straight god. Up. Oh really? my god. Heights. You do roller coasters or? I reluctantly do them because okay. my girlfriend's like, if you don't go on this roller coaster, uh, we're not dating anymore. Oh, <laughs> I'll just be sitting next to some weird dude. Yeah. yeah. Bridges? So, bridges are fine. It's just like, like being on high things to like replace light bulbs. Oh, that or, sucks. Okay, like, high, but it's so like even like a high, would like a high ladder do it? Or, yeah, and like, you or, get, or is it really catwalk? You get like, sort of like, you know, woozy and you're like, why am I up here? Like, we had to put up. Uh, we have this big, like, woman. Right. We yeah, a, I know. We have a big woman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's her name again? Doris. Yes. Doris. Doris. Doris, Doris is, is a holdover from the old uh, yes. Turbo House. And we had to hang her up, like, over this, like, pit. And uh, I was, like, with a contractor and uh, Mike Nero. Mm-hmm. And they were putting it up, and they were like, hey, just hold this. And I saw them up there. Like moving it, and Mike was on like a rail, like leaning over. I was like, "Be I careful, had, for Christ's sake!" Yeah, like I had to leave. I was gonna throw up. <laughs> no, no. I was like, no. "Guys, guys, you can't leave. do it." And they were like, "Dude, you have to leave." And I was like, "Yes, see you later." Like, I find it so like I find that so weird that our brains are like so shitty at heights. Like, like I'm not particularly afraid of heights, but you're like, like you're like walk on a straight line, no problem. Like put it on a bit of an elevation. You're Done. like, <laughs> and you just start, like falling all the. You're like, why? Like it's just like a little high. And yeah. suddenly your brain can't do it. If it's, like, low to the ground, you're like, no problem. I'll just jog across this. In the air, your brain is just sort of like, nope, I'm going to make you fall off of this because I'm not ready to handle it. And then yeah. I think, obviously, fear of heights is the next level. It's like, yeah, I can't handle this. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> just avoid no, it completely. Forget it. Uh, like, there's that bridge in China where you could see through the floor. Yeah. Like, the yeah. glass. Like, yeah. Fuck you. What is yeah, I wrote, I wrote a, I wrote a gondola in Taiwan where you could see through the floor. Like, oh, you're going up. Like, that. But, like, I was like, it's the same as the floor that would be on a gondola regularly. Yeah, but you could see through. I'm going to light you and everyone here on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's just, uh, do you have the, do you have the, um, that, that thing, like, 
my buddy Scott is like even on a balcony, like if he gets near the edge, he's like, and he has to like push himself yeah. away, like like just like because he's like afraid. Teach head does teach heads like that? A little bit, not as bad a as lot. Scott. Are you kidding me? He hugs the wall, man. I've seen him out there. He's like he goes crazy. I think. Are you sure you're not? Are you sure you're not thinking of teach? I know Scott too. Teach head won't like he hugs the wall when he goes That's out there. So funny. He, like he presses himself up against That's the wall. That's so weird. But like and he and like I like asked him about it, and they're like they're like literally they're like a part of me thinks I'll just throw myself over the edge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you're like, and I was like. <laughs> That's literally it, though. Like, I can't trust myself not to jump and die. <laughs> Which is, like, it's so fucked up. I was like, that's terrifying. He's like, yeah, you're just sort of, like, if I, like, if I step wrong, I'll just be like, what? And just, like, shoot off the end. Of like, like, I have no control. Why would that happen? It's like, it good. <laughs> good. That's the problem. <laughs> could happen. Uh, so this is fun. Um, you, you, you are a tattooed man. Mm-hmm. Got a lot of uh, visible and, and ink that we can't see. Uh, if you were allowed to get tattoo when you were like twelve, like before you could get a tattoo, what would it have been of? So like when you were twelve, you're like, this is the best. I want a tattoo <laughs> of this. I'm twelve and I know what I want forever. <laughs> so it, when, so like not looking back as a twelve year old, but like if I was actually twelve in my own twelve year old mind, yeah, exactly. What, what I exactly. thought were the coolest yeah. thing was, yeah, exactly. Oh, I would probably some dumb. Crucifix and angel wing <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, Why? yeah. I went to a Catholic school. There I was is. raised Catholic. Yep. Okay. And then, in like, and I you remember were that's, like, uh, that's when, I guess. Plus, it's pretty gangster, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, boondock saints had yes, just yep. yeah, yeah, come out around All there. this makes sense. And then you're like, yeah. And you're like, like, finally, like, Christ like, is cool. <laughs> yeah. or, or, hands, or hands together with a rosary yeah, around the hands. Yeah, just stuff like, like that. that. Yeah, that's I would have been like, dude. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Like, I guess especially like if you were like if you get a Celtic cross for no reason. Yeah, that's like, it. Like, I'm not like, Irish <laughs> at all. <laughs> but yeah, I guess it must have been like if you were raised Catholic. There was like a period when like the the Catholic uh, symbology kind of like became gangster. I mean, it still is. But like when you, I probably got kind of always has been. I think like due to like mafia and stuff like that. I feel yeah. like there's always been like Catholic symbolism has always kind of had like a bit of a badass, but when you're like going to Sunday school and like in Catholic <laughs> school, whatever, when you realize there's like a badass way to be a Catholic, you're like, Yes Boom. Fuck, this is so much cooler than just yeah. a strict school that I'm going to. And, you know, Every mobster is also Catholic. Do you know Massimo the stand up comic? Uh, who Massimo Goes by the name Massimo Canistero, Canistero, but like it is. Yeah, he's got. But this is he's got this whole deal where he's got a whole bit about because he's got like a big Jesus tattoo up on his shoulder, and and he's like you know if you talk to him you would not pick him out as a guy who would have like a big Jesus tattoo <laughs> on his shoulder, and it's because this whole thing about Jesus is homeboy and it's, yeah. it's, uh, basically he did what you didn't do at twelve and got like and and got like a badass Catholic <laughs> tattoo, you know. Yeah. I think it was also that scene in Romeo and Juliet. Remember the redid. I it was. With- I was just thinking of that with like Bos Lerman's, yeah, ba- Bos Lerman's Romeo and Juliet, and then like there's the close up on the guns with the with yeah. the Catholic imagery on it and shit, and like, then the priest takes off like he's like he's I think he's growing weed or doing whatever he's doing. Yeah, he's, he's in the apothecary. Yeah, yeah, and he's his shirts off. He's got this giant back piece that's just crucifix, and I was like, yeah, that's amazing. That movie's amazing. So Bos Lerman almost made you make a terrible life decision. Yeah, I'm still not even convinced. I'm not going to get this. You're like, the more I talk about yeah. it, the more I want a this really sound- big religious piece. This is sounding really fucking cool. <laughs> if you want to be buried in a uh, Catholic cemetery, you need a badass fixed tattoo. Fun fact. It goes against – it's actually the – I, w- I was going to say that it overrides the regular rule. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it it's like, yeah. It's like right now, like Sergio has a bunch of, bunch of ink on his arms and everything, and they won't be buried in a Catholic tattoo, yeah. but a big enough – 
Catholic piece, and you can get back into the Catholic. And I think I'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They'll be like, he's covered in tattoos, <laughs> but look at his back piece. It's a praying Jesus, bleeding. With it's tear. huge. One tear. Let him in. He'll be okay. Put him in the Catholic cemetery. <laughs> Just put him in there. <laughs> or if you're in the clink. If you ever end up, God forbid, again, like, but if you ever end up in the clink, like, the first tattoo you should get in there is a Jesus tattoo. Or yeah. Because like, that's where a lot of people get Jesus tattoos, I think. Or, or like, scripture passage or something. This is getting weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll stop now. So, what did PJ Phil have to ask? PJ Phil wants to know, and actually, I, got, I did a bit of research so that I can help you out here. If you can't come up with one off the top of your head, oh, what is your favorite Ernie Reyes Junior film? Oh no! Oh god, I forgot <laughs> oh, about goodness. that. Who is Ernie Reyes? Yeah, I'll show you a picture. <laughs> was that his actual question? Yep. He, and I was like, I was like, want a backup question? Convince him to like? Do no, else? you convinced him to stick with it. I was like, want a backup oh, yeah, question? Yeah, no. Walter was like, no backup <laughs> question. This is what is happening. Yeah. I remember. So this is Ernie Reyes Jr. Right there. He's a <laughs> noted martial Filipino actor. Noted Filipino martial, martial arts actor. I'll give you a rundown of his films. Yeah, because <laughs> you'll know if you'll know. Yeah, no, no, you'll, you'll know the you movies. will. You will know the films. Last Dragon, Red Sonja, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Pow. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, he was the, the pizza guy. No, he was goddamn Donatello. What? And then he was also Kino in number two. He was Donatello yeah. in the first one, but then he was Kino in number two. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Surf Ninjas. Not not related to America. Not, well, not this is easy. It's it's Teenage Ninja Turtles number Hang two. Hang on. Everything's in it. What about Secret Indiana News. Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Oh, fuck that movie. He played Cemetery <laughs> Warrior. He played Cemetery <laughs> Warrior. <laughs> he didn't even have a name in that one. No, no, no. Teenage Ninja Turtles number two. I think that's where his career peaked. At Vanilla Ice, he was... Uh, he, it looked like at some point he would probably make out with April O'Neil, yeah. even though not really. But I'd like to think of that. One of, one of my one of my f- absolute <laughs> favorite things in that film is you mentioned Vanilla Ice was that like mutants bust in, right? So you're like, this is first. Just imagine if you're like <laughs> on stage or whatever, and like fucking larger than life mutant animals <laughs> just bust in. Like and people do freak out, but during like the vanilla ice show. during the vanilla ice show, and people yeah. are like scared or whatever else like that. But then just like the like the wherewithal and professionalism of vanilla ice to be like, I can rap about this live. <laughs> yeah. Like that, like like that has to be a freestyle, right? Like there's no way he so had, daft, you know? there's no way he had a Ninja Turtle rap prepared because he didn't know no Ninja Turtles were a thing. So so he was just like, fucking, I can back and roll. Give me a beat <laughs> and just like <laughs> he was also playing at a really weird place. I think. He would not have been playing there. Why was he playing at the docks <laughs> in New York in some warehouse? Can't he would have never. Booking agent, man. Yeah, yeah, he's. No, I think of all the places he could have played in New York, I think that would have been the last. No, one. but I'm I'm led to believe. <laughs> By led to believe, I mean of like I've made the assumption that it's like it's a, it's a, it was a secret show. Like it was like. You know, like it was like a there was like, oh, like an after party. Yeah, it was like an after party secret show, like mm-hmm. someone on the venue, whatever. It wasn't like nobody paid for a vanilla ice ticket to get there. It was just like that wasn't that wasn't his venue. Like he played fucking the Barclays Center. Then. Yeah, exactly. Madison played, Square Garden. He played the arena, <laughs> and now this was like the vanilla ice after party show. And then right. also everybody there found out that Ninja Turtles were real. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. How did out. they go on after that too? Like there was a third movie. Yeah, I know, and they, they, they're not, like, celebrities in the third movie. I was like, I feel like they should be. Like, I feel like it, like, 
two thousand people found out that Ninja Turtles no are real. Phones. Walking to oh, no there cell were phones. pictures. No. Wasn't isn't in the second one? Isn't there like literally pictures of them in the newspaper? Probably. I don't know. Yeah, but reporters weren't at the show. Yeah, I know. No. But I mean, but also <laughs> none, none, of the, none of the critics turned out. <laughs> no, no. Like, they never a, do. It's the same thing. Like I like guestless for similar. <laughs> but, but it's like it's not like that similar thing from like Ghostbusters to Ghostbusters Two, and you're just sort of like they're in like Ghostbusters Two. They're like, how do we pay the bills? I'm like, you proved ghosts were real. Like you don't need to worry about bills ever. Like you guys are like in the world of Ghostbusters by Ghostbusters Two, a small group of people proved ghosts were real, and like we all saw them because Ghostbusters like. Weren't they like frauds after in the second movie? Wasn't that part of the problem? That that, that, that does come up. That is a plot point in the second but, movie. Okay, was it the first movie or the second movie where the Statue of Liberty comes to life? That's the second first one. one. What? Yep, second one. Yes, the first one's State Puff. That's why they, second one, they needed they to right. Okay, big. no, so fine, but still, uh, my, yep. my bad. It was the Statue of Liberty in the second one. It was State Puff in the first one. State Puff still walked around. They're like, you guys faked <laughs> <laughs> That's why the movie, the second one, isn't so great. You faked Stay Puffed like walking one. down the streets. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one. It's got a lot going for it, though. Less than the first one. Yeah. I haven't watched the new one. I did. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. I didn't think I was ever going to watch it anyway. Mm. It's just like, I'll watch it eventually. Yeah. It's yeah. not great. <laughs> All right, so uh, turning the table, Sergio, without knowing who our guest is, much like PJ Phil did not know he'd be asking you about Ernie Reyes Jr. I really wish we had a guest on who would have been like somehow a follow-up guest to PJ Phil who would have been as big of a fucking Ernie Reyes fan <laughs> as PJ Phil. <laughs> that's that's, such that's a big just fan. well, because he's Filipino and he's like he's like there's not like one guy. Like yeah. One yeah, pretty Filipino much. He's like, he, he was like, about, he, like we were like who would play you in a movie led him to be like what is a notable Filipino actor, and then on top what? of that too. What is Carlos? <laughs> Who is a notable Filipino actor? And then also, PJ Phil knows the guy that played Raphael, so he's like, I'm going to be able to make Ernie listen to this because I know a guy that knows Ernie Reyes Jr. Like, <laughs> Do we know if it's gotten to Ernie Reyes yet? I don't know. We Shit. should ask Phil. Okay. Did you listen? Did you make Ernie <laughs> listen yet? And then make him listen to this one. Yeah, so there, he was like, like, not only I can make this get back to Ernie Reyes Jr. really quickly, so we're like, all right, Phil, go for it. Uh, so, Sergio, what do you want to know from uh, a person you don't know? Um, I mean, I guess I got a couple of questions. They're go-tos. Okay. One uh, is, would you rather have finger-sized legs or leg-sized fingers? <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Or the other one is, which I like to ask at the end of interviews, is um, if you could get rid of any band and you, like, wipe away... Like their existence and whatever sort of people they've influenced, what band would it be? Hang on, that, that's really good. That's a good one. Yeah, if you could. I think we might actually do both questions because, like, I feel like the first one is pretty funny. It's a fun throwaway. <laughs> so, Walter, would you rather have fingers, legs, or leg size fingers? I, you know, I'm not thinking about it too much, right? Because if you have, uh, I could touch you from legs. Here. Yeah. <laughs> But you'd have five of them. Yeah, I'd have ten. But if you have finger-sized legs, imagine all the rings you can wear. Yeah, that doesn't really carry the can you, body. Are, though. You are, the, really are the fingers on the legs long enough to carry your body? Are they very strong little stumps? Can they? Be How could they be? Still How could they be? If you have if a regular size, no, body. they're not. They're not like full. They're as long as legs. They're not as uh, girthy. Oh, <laughs> see, I just assumed. I'm leg length. Like your length legs are then. actual fingers. So you what know? you're saying is length. Leg length, not size. So it's like your legs are two index That's fingers. That's just staring at his hands. In, my, in my head, I was always thinking length. But I guess you could have, like... Which wouldn't be functional at all. No, I mean, <laughs> you, would, you would not be able to move. I gotta say legs... I gotta say leg-sized fingers. 
I think so too because I was like just because like getting around. Like I'd rather keep my legs and then just have but then massive you're, like, dragging like ten legs. With yeah, no, but like legs. it's a pain in the ass, but I can still walk. Whereas I was like, like the little stumps, I'd be like, I don't, I feel I'd be wheelchair bound. Where would you? Yeah, get? but then you couldn't. You literally could do nothing with your life. Like you couldn't. Like, That's what are you gonna do? Are you sure? I yeah, feel like I, I feel like I'm I feel like I could get a pretty good career in sports doing something. Like, I haven't quite doing figured it what? out. Breaking but. your fingers? <laughs> could you could you walk? Could you walk with your fingers then? Though? Yeah, like, probably. You probably run pretty fast. Or not? Yeah, but there's two. There's only two. You're, there are like ten. Like <laughs> for the last five minutes, Keith, Sergio, and me have been like waving around <laughs> trying to like, figure this out. There's been there's been a lot of visuals you guys are missing on this one here. Yeah, but uh, th- for the other questions, like you have to realize that like uh, you can't just say like Nickelback because you could, but like nobody nobody's really affected by Nickelback. Right. Like it's if like you a, get rid of Nickelback, it's just Nickelback that's gone uh, away. Well, you're yeah. a dead man. Uh. <laughs> but like, but like, weirdly, weirdly, because if you think about this a lot, and it would suck to get rid of them, but if you got rid of like Pearl Jam, you would be getting rid of Nickelback and yeah, Creed. But that's not what they were saying, though. No, that's exactly what hundred percent. Like, because to, if there's, no, no, if there's but, but, yeah, but that's but fucking Pearl Jam is before uh, Nickelback. Yeah, so exactly. Like, and the, but unfortunately, for that's Pearl who Jam, you have to get rid of. If you want to get Nickelback. rid of all of them in one fell swoop. You have to get rid of Pearl Jam. Yeah. Basically. So you got to think of like how you exactly want to do it. You can, it goes both ways in time. No, you no, could just you could in just time. get rid yeah. of Nickelback, and then Nickelback would just be gone. And yeah. So like, so maybe you'd get rid of Theory of a Dead Man. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> but mud. if you got rid of Pearl Jam, because like there's no Creed without Pearl Jam, and there's no Nickelback without Creed, and there's no Theory of a Dead Man without Nickelback. So if you could pull the plug at Pearl Jam, you got all these guys. You got all of them. And we only have, like, Nirvana and Sonic Youth setting the trends. That's it. <laughs> so, like, I've been thinking of ways of getting rid of the, like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I can't think of, like, That's the, tough. the direct, like, I was you like... You hate RHCP that much? Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about that Fox News guy? Yeah! I yeah. was stoked. It was the only time they've ever told the truth. It was um, so funny. Like, there's a guy on Fox News who just, like, arbitrarily just goes on a fucking rant about how shitty Red Hot Chili <laughs> Peppers are. And that fucking, like, and then he also brings Faith No More into it, too. Yeah. Like, he just, he's like, fucking No Talent Hacks took away from Faith No More Spotlight. And, like, it's just. There's so, never been one thing or anything that, that RHCP has ever done that. that and, like, without, you without really with. damaging, like, cause I was like, you, if you could. You would get, like, rid of, like, 311, maybe. If you got rid of, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, exactly. But like, I have a real problem with the police, and like that's that's the one band that I wish had never existed. But unfortunately, there's a lot of bands that wouldn't exist. Yeah, exactly. You'd be you'd be too dangerous. Yeah, you, you're, <laughs> you're 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 blowing yeah. the line. If you just just getting rid of Red Hot Chili that's Peppers, a, a thing, would probably because the best part is is you probably like I mean you would be you'd still be left with faith no more. Yeah, so for you'd sure. be like you'd be fine. <laughs> like, so like a lot of maybe three eleven would be better. Because 311 would have been listening to more faith than more. <laughs> yeah. So you, you really got to see like where this is where this is going to work out. Like, also, I feel like depending on your answer, you, you stand to sound like a racist. Yeah. <laughs> there's like there, there's I feel that there's also there might be there might be uh, there might be like weird pivot points in hip hop that I'd be interested in trying to track down. Like if I could yeah. if I could like prevent like hip hop being just about money and women. Like there was, there's like I feel there's like a point where you could be like there, and then like it w- it could keep being about social issues and having a good time, depending on the band. Like yeah. you know, like, like it's all it's all very it's very difficult to navigate. Yeah, so exactly. Like, that's it. Like there's I think there's certain points in hip hop where you could be like you could you could pretty much take some like chunks out of it out of the equation because you don't necessarily want to end NWA. 
even though no. they even though they were like kind of why a lot of it got really shitty and gangster like that was like that was part of it but i feel there's like another point a little after nwa so you can't like, i mean think you can say things like that yeah no i can't no no you can't say things like <laughs> shitty and gangster what no you can't say that absolutely i can i can say that little wayne is terrible no, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's like, like I don't know if you've seen. There's a, there's a hilarious there's a hilarious being into like hip hop whatever. There's like an amazing chart which talks about uh like vocabulary used in hip hop and like it's like number like total sum vocabulary used by various hip hop artists oh, and like Lil Wayne is like seriously like ten steps below everybody else. Like you can't say things got shitty and gangster because the gangster element itself is a facet of the genre no that's not what it's i'm saying that's parcel of the genre but it's, not, it's absolutely whoa, like whoa, whoa, it's not a- absolutely not part of, parcel well, of, the genre. of gangster rap of like a sub of yeah the, the exactly that's that what i'm saying but i'm saying but there's well, a, it's, it was it's always been an important part of storytelling like you that's what i said i said you don't want to get rid of nwa you because have like, to like, like talk so, about no no no, no, no i'm just taking issue when you said things got shitty and gangster yeah but i meant like shitty and gangster not gangster the fact that they got gangster wasn't a problem when they got shitty and gangster like little wayne like anyway apparently it's like <laughs> it's like um it's like vocabulary of a person in grade three like yeah and like his in some total of everything he's done never surpassed <laughs> like a grade three vocabulary like no point no word has he ever used that a person in grade three doesn't I, know wait i've got my answer well, for, for the question for the original question which which artist or band kim mitchell oh that's a Good one, but who do, do do chop anyone off? Also, no, like, you just get rid of think think of the acts that would have been influenced by fucking Kim Mitchell, and it's like I, really, I'm like, like we, I'm also, we, but like we the can't more, the, to more, lose those. the more I think about it, the more, I'm not that big of a Pearl Jam fan. I might take out Pearl you Jam. You can just you can just wipe them all up. Exactly, because if I wipe out Pearl Jam, no, 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 because no, there's good stuff that came out. Not of it. a lot of it. They the people could have been influenced by Sonic Youth and Nirvana, and it would have been fine. No, I would go like a fucking. Like a laser, just right out of the Maybe, uh, no. I was almost gonna say Rush because I fucking hate Rush, but look, no, you wouldn't want to no. Rush. Definitely, definitely Kim Mitchell. I'm sticking with Kim Mitchell. And then, but like, so, but Sorry, like, do, you, do you eliminate all the people involved? I mean, you don't kill. Or do you? Just, or do you? Or do they, they just, just never get killed? <laughs> you, don't, you don't actually have to. Because I was gonna say, because I was like, I was like, I could stand for some like John Frusciante and somewhere else. Yeah, see, you know? that's also <laughs> part of the problem. Like, they can all do anything else. Like Anthony Kiedis could be singing at some shitty band. Just <laughs> like fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, but, there's those songs where he just starts singing in like gibberish. Yeah. Fake Chinese. One, one like, of my, yeah. fucking let you do that. <laughs> there, there's, a, there's an amazing statement about, like, for, like, first of all, Anthony Kiedis said that vocalists are limited by language. And I was like, and it's like, it's coming from him, it's shitty. Like, I kind of get where he's going from and just was just sort of like, that's like saying, like, fucking guitarists are, like, limited by the noises that a guitar can make. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like, <laughs> you're just like, you, yep, if you want to be singing, like, <laughs> Should be in a language. Like, it doesn't need to be yours. You can sing in other languages. We have a lot of languages. No, he's ridiculous. And just <laughs> vocalists are limited by language. Yeah, because you're a vocalist. Maybe it would help if you read his, uh, nope, his biography. No, it wouldn't because I did read it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him so much <laughs> that I know everything about him. Was scar that tissue? Was that I what had sex when I was 11. Dude, I don't care. Fuck you. You should drown in the toilet. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love that Frigianti quit the band twice. Good. Like that's, I'm just. I like that he was like quit, and then he's like ah. I came back, and I was like no, I quit again. No. I was like, I remember doing an interview <clears throat> one time for with the band. They'd asked like if you can get rid of if 
you could be in any band. What band would it be? And I actually, at that time, I really hated the police. My answer was, I would be in the police, and then I would spend all my time... Dismantling the police. Well, being in, like, children's movies, jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) So when people fucking caught me, (laughs) everybody on the planet would look at me at the same disgust that I I look at the police with. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I would spend my time doing. Uh, But yeah, but the police is dangerous, though, because you're... Yeah, you gotta watch out. If you took out the police, you'd be... You'd be in trouble. But, yeah. like, what I think about it is like... It's a good question. This is, I look forward to whoever we have on. So this should make for a, a good, good question number five. So, we've stopped at Turbo House. I mean, I guess, obviously, Turbo House, best way is probably Facebook. Facebook is probably the best way. We also have a website, which yeah. actually has a lot, of, uh, a lot of info. You could buy tickets on there as well. Yeah. Just turbohouse.ca. It's pretty easy to remember. It's T- house spelled H-A-U-S. H-A-U-S, H-A-U-S. yes. Yeah. Like the house. Like the, house. Like, like the various movements. Like the Alpen House yeah. down the like street. Like the Alpen House. <laughs> like the architectural movement. Yeah, like all these things. Like you all guys, those things. <laughs> you, guys, you guys should. Uh, <laughs> Tell us what we should do, Keith. <laughs> yeah, Keith, like, what should they do? You should cross-promote with, like, Alpen House. No! Start <laughs> <laughs> serving fondue. In and it's like, house. oh, that would be good, actually. Just cheese fondue. <laughs> exactly. Get, like, cheese a, fondue. Like, dinner and a show. <laughs> like, house house. And, like, it's just like... Every Montreal house that matters. The Alpen variety and the Turbo variety. I haven't shit in like six days into the idea of cheese and bread. <laughs> it's, it's making me pretty sad. Uh, okay. So yeah, obviously, so, and, uh, so next week, starting on Wednesday, I want to say... Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday the, uh, 13th. 13th. Is that right? No, the 12th. Wednesday the 12th. We start off Brunch Club. Then the Thursday is Turbo Talks. And then two shows, one heavier, one more grungy. Uh, Walter, what do we have coming up? I know tonight, tonight in tonight. podcast world, Thursday world, is fuck you and your new podcast, Walter. <laughs> the Comedy Works <laughs> podcast debuts this Thursday <laughs> at Comedy yeah, Works. Yeah, it's my personal new podcast. You're on it's it. It's not the fucking... Are yeah, you why on? am I on it, Keith? <laughs> <Whoa. Idiot. laughs> I'm announcing you're it for so you. You're so stupid. Yeah, you're... St- Dude, you're like, you're like, this like, the fucking opposite of a boy. He's such a moron. He's going to beat you to death. I know. He's, he's so idiot. mad. I was like, I was like, idiot. I was like, will, like this will be a little fun, antagonistic, and whatever. No, he got real serious. I'm yeah, just, you're I'm fucking, fucking idiot. Because comedy works <laughs> as, as a fucking. I can hear have his have blood like, pressure going. You have like a bi-weekly podcast. <laughs> I'm literally like my entire role is going to be I'm at the fucking sound booth, like like making pithy remarks throughout <laughs> it. I'm not. I'm not even like co-host. Oh, I am sort of. The truth comes out. I'm, I'm, I'm literally just fucking with you. It's a completely different thing. Like it's, it's a uh, so it's it's so yeah. There's a new so yeah. There's gonna be a bi-weekly podcast <laughs> at the uh, comedy club here, uh, and then like sketches. Uh, Chris and Dan are starting their sketch series yep. here. Uh, that'd be cool. And there's all kinds of shit. Like cause Mike Karatz is starting like a sort of like a, another thing here, but that happened already when this came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, called uh, Figure It Out. So right. There's like sketch and, and there's you guys are basically basically at like seven nights a week I'm now. I'm basically making the mistake that you that, that you made at the beginning. And I so <laughs> when you said that, I really like I felt you because like well, there's like oh no, and I'm like yeah, I'm I gotta, booking I'm seven like, nights a week. I can't now. work here every night. Like, no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But anyway, there's all kinds. So that being said, you have the Sunday, the new Sunday open, Ms. No, no, that's not happening. Edit point. Ed, no. Uh, yeah, <laughs> nothing well, on Sundays. Not, right now. Not, not, there's not much happening on Sundays right now, but we're gonna do something else with that day. And uh, yeah, and uh, there's just like a lot of stuff happening. Have you heard so. your headliners coming? Check out. out. We also have a new website: www.comedyworksmtl.ca. It's easier to buy tickets. Uh, way easier to buy tickets. The way easier to navigate. Everything's better. If you saw the old website, it sucked, and uh, this one's better. Sweet. 
Congratulations. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Sergio. Thanks, Sergio. It was, it was an awesome, absolute man. pleasure. This was uh, a lot of fun. Those sweet, sweet piano tunes you're listening to right now come courtesy of Leland Beckman and Oral Turpitude. Oh man, that was some great podcasting, wasn't it? Anyhow, be sure as always to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, add us on iTunes, buy our stuff, and basically try as hard as you can to make us happy in every single way possible. Uh, of course, be sure to check back every day on 9to5.cc for comics on Wednesdays, podcasts on Thursdays, Scott or Sophie's art on Fridays, and seriously, we'll try as hard as we can to get Zombies and Loathing, Fuck Mondays, and Templars back as soon as we can. Thanks for listening, everyone. 9to5.cc We're not working. Why should you?